Bless the Lord, saints of God. We bring you greeting this Sunday morning, April 3rd, 2022, all the way from Matoka, Tennessee. We come at you with Triple C Podcast. We bring you greetings and love this morning. We are definitely uh, blessed to have with us today, all the way from Little Rock, Arkansas, Pat and Trinity. It's a blessing. Let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time of podcast. We pray that those will download, listen, and prayerfully receive the word of God with gracious, humble, and excited hearts, dear God. Open our eyes, our ears, and as I often say, Father, may you be glorified, may we be edified, and may the devil be horrified at the preaching, teaching, and the repeating of the gospel. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So again, we bring you greetings and just tell you from... uh, just being here, it's a beautiful Sunday morning, and the, the Lord has his word in his way. So let's go into the scriptures. So we're going to look at Romans chapter 10 today, verses 10 through 17, and then I'll give you the title of the podcast. So I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible from Romans chapter 10, verses 10 through 17, and I'm reading again from the King James Version, but I'll probably uh, exalt a little bit from the Amplified as well, exhort a little bit. So this is what the word of God says, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who have believed our report? And the last verse for today, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. May God bless us all to hear his readers and doers of his word. This Sunday's podcast for Triple C Podcast is titled, Speak the Word. Speak the Word. And I have a subcaption, From God's Mouth to Your Ears. And so you probably say, wow, what does that have to do with us, preacher? Well, guess what? If you define the word preach as Webster's talk about, preach is to tell and to exhort or to talk about. So every last one of us are what? Categorically preachers. It means to tell, and you're telling what? So just follow along with me as we go forward in the word of God. So Paul is our author. He's writing to the church at Rome, and here we are. I always like to say, we're the sideliners. We're listening and we're watching and we're here with God. So this is 2,000 plus years later, and God's still speaking his what? Word. It's important. So now, here's one of the things that for our visitors that's with us this morning, we don't deny or denounce that we're still now with this B2 variant that's coming out, variant number four. So one of the things you were hearing on my podcast, I've never denied or denounced that we're not live with this pandemic. People still are dying. People are still sick. The pandemic is very much real. Now, in Tipton County, where we live at, the pandemic's been over. Folk done dropped their masks, they done relaxed all their policies, but we're still very much, and even myself, I've tried to practice a little bit. There's times I put my mask back on, there's other times I don't at work. It's totally been relaxed, the numbers are going down, and that's a blessing. But there are still people that's being, what, incubated. People still going on oxygen. If you haven't heard the term, long haulers, wow, or long COVID, that's still very much real. 
So we don't deny that. And you've heard me say it on previous podcasts that I live with a long hauler. I live with long COVID. It's those symptoms that linger on after the fact. So those things are just still overcoming. But we're speaking to God's healing for those who are on anxiety medicine, those who are traumatized, those who are going through. So we're still speaking to those things. So all of that said, let's look at what the word of God says. And we won't be before you very long this morning, but we trust God for his word. Is there a word? I always believe there's a word for God's people. One of the things y'all have found through the years and my 30 plus years of doing this, God wants us to be what? Who we are. We got to understand who we are and whose we are. We got to be what? Real. You got to be real with yourself first. One thing y'all have noted about myself, I've always tried to just keep a balance, keep an even keel. As I would say these latter days, I try to keep my mouth shut, stay in my lane, mind my business, work on my old truck and let God do his business. Amen. Most times I'll say, ain't got nothing to do with me. Ain't none of my business. I keep my mouth shut and keep it moving. But I'm blessed to be able to podcast because I no longer pastor publicly, but it's a blessing to still be able to share the gospel. And it's free and it's easy. Amen. In the name of the Lord. So Paul speaks to our heart and our mind. And I pray that you receive a blessing when you're able to download, read, and share with somebody. There's a few things God gave me after Paul spoke to my heart. I'll go back and then we'll translate the scriptures. So here's the first thing. Remember, Speak the Word is the title of this Sunday's podcast with a subcaption from God's mouth to your ears. My question is, are you listening? Are you listening? And who are you listening to? You need to be careful. You can't run with everybody. I've said it this way. Everybody you hang out with ain't your friend. Some folks just users. Guess what? Until you start driving, you'll find out. Them folks ain't your friend. They want to ride with you. They don't care about giving you gas money. We grew up in the country and we will offer at least a little gas money. Most city folk don't offer you nothing. They will look at you and expect you to give them. But here we are. We serve a God who's such a loving, giving God, but he doesn't want you to be a fool. He wants you to understand, like I said, who you are and whose you are and where you are. So there's a few things that God gave me this morning. Verse number 10 says it this way. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We'll get there in just a second. But the first thing God gave me, open your heart. Why? You can't believe it if it ain't in your heart. The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. It's what you believe. Ah, what do you believe? What you take in is what you accept. But what you digest and accept as truth is what you will believe. And what you believe is what you're going to say. No matter where you are, no matter who you're with, that's what's going to happen. So it's your belief. The question is, what is your belief? It's been said that if you don't believe in something, you'll what? Fall for anything. Mm -hmm. I call it the old okie doke. Mm -hmm. Bamboozled. Pumped. <clears throat> tripped out. <clears throat> All those things are real. Folk will tell you anything. And it's something about Americans. And I'll say Americans because I've not lived any other place. I've visited other places. But we have a tendency to believe a lie quicker than we'll believe the truth. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to me. But one lie promulgates another lie. And another lie continues to tell a lie. I said it this way in Cathedral, Cathedral Christian Church Podcast. Now, that there is no, so, no such thing as a half truth. People tell, well, I'm just telling a half truth. No, a half truth is nothing more than a whole lie. Mm -hmm. There ain't no such thing. You either tell the truth or you're not. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. So the first thing is open your heart. Open your heart to what? Obviously open your heart to God and God's word. 
But you have to also, and this one thing, I, I have a problem sometimes just trusting any and everybody. But I do understand you have to have a little bit of trust along the way. But I, I believe it this way. You have that little bit of trust coupled with the spirit of discernment. God will show you who you're with. Mm -hmm. Amen. So in that regard, what am I trying to say? Is this way. You ain't ever got to worry about the devil. All them haters, they're going to show you who they are up front, close, and personal. They're going to show you who they are. You ain't got to ask them. They're going to show you who they are. Mm -hmm. Those, mess, those uh, n uh, negative Normans and nasty Nancys, they're going to show you who they are. They will show you quickly. All you got to do, you ain't got to ask them. They're going to tell you. There's a friend of ours that tell you, we got a three-finger salute that we do. If a person tells you who they are, show you who they are, believe them. So if you ever catch me and we do this, you ain't got to tell me. I believe you. You ain't got to tell haters, <laughs> messy Marvins, the water cooler mentality, them haters, them backdoor people, they're going to tell you who they are. They're going to show you every time. I can remember in school, and I'm sure Trent can uh, follow this, even at school, those clicks are still real. But here's what's, what's tripped out about it, Trent. Those clicks carry on in adulthood. Grown folk, 30, 40, 50, acting like they 15 or 16. They still got those people where you don't like her, I don't like her either. Mm -hmm. She ain't did nothing to me. He ain't did nothing to me. Why am I hate somebody that I don't even know? Mm -hmm. But it happens. That's where God, who is the author of that confusion? The enemy, Satan, devil himself. He's the author of confusion. And as long as you are big enough to understand, you are big enough to understand he's coming at you. The Bible says that we're born into sin and shaping in iniquity. What does that mean? That means that we are born in humanity and we have to be taught how not to lie, have to be taught how not to steal, have to be taught how to be respectful. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Uh, respecting our elders. Normally, those that don't get that kind of training, they show you who they are. So you got to open your heart to what God's leading. The Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter 8 and 14, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are what? The sons of God to include the daughters of God. So it's the spirit leading for every Christian. Here's where we are. So the first thing is open your heart. What? To your belief. What do you believe? Are you one that's wishy-washy? Are you the one who can't figure out what side of the fence you own? It says what? You can't serve two masters. What the old folk would say, you can't straddle the fence, baby. <laughs> what does that mean? You got to make your mind up. Which way are you going to go? Joshua chapter 24, verse 15 said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. That's a Lord capital L. So when you read scripture, you have to read scripture in English context. What does that mean? Verbiage, English literature, nouns, pronouns, adjectives, adverbs, uppercase, lowercase, they all have meaning. When you read, when you read the Bible, when you refer to God, capital G, that's God, reigner, ruler, supreme. When it says God, lowercase g, that means people who want to imitate God, demons, devils, spirits that imitate God, lowercase g, many of those. And we got to believe that. See, that's the belief. John, uh, that says it. Uh, for as many that come to God must believe that he is and that he's the reward of them that diligently seek him. Why? John 3.16 says what? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, what, believeth in him should not, what, perish but have everlasting life. The question is, what do you believe? Do you believe that God is real and that your life is real? 
Does that mean that being a Christian, you can't like music? You can't dance? You can't do all those things? Don't y'all buy into that foolishness? Why? Some of them super saints I'll call. They'll make you think, don't you have on no earrings and no makeup and wearing, you need to wear a dress all the way down. And that's a devil is a liar. What am I trying to tell you? Your salvation is a part of your heart. Y'all know I'm looked at right now as an oddball. I'm an outcast when it comes to preachers in Millington because I'm a motorcycle rider. I'm a tattoo wearer. I'm an earring wearer. I got it, but that ain't got nothing to do with my heart. My heart is I know who God is and who my God is. Now, you may disagree with that, and that's okay. That's your opinion and your title. But here's the thing where we are. you got to open your heart to know. So guess what? The Bible says, and the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. When you place your judgment on me, look at them three fingers pointing back at you. So when you think you might be first, you just might be the last one. And it's going to be a tragedy, child of God, that you're going to put your mouth on my name and then get all the way to the gate and you get denied interest and you're going to be the one begging me to cool your burning tongue because you may not really know God. Mm. Hello, Holy Ghost. So I look at this thing. So the first thing is open your heart. What is your belief? Now, to believe doesn't mean that you got to be a robot. I do not believe that God has built us to be robots. That's why we're all different in our design, different in our makeup, different in our appearance. But our heart should be transformed to who God, capital G, is. Reigner, ruler, supreme, the ruach, the breath of God that he breathes into us collectively, unilaterally. We got to understand that God is pointing out his what? Y'all understand it this way. His spirit is what he's moving with. Romans 8 and 14 says what? For as many as are led by the spirit of God. Ain't it amazing how you see them haters train when you get to school and God just said, nope, disregard them, bypass them, not worth your time, not worth your breath. They're going to take from you. They're going to rob from you. They're going to steal from you. They're going to put your name on blast. And God says, they're not worth it. Don't you get upset over ignorant people. Don't you get mad over those who don't really care for you, even though they don't even know you. How am, I'm telling you what I've learned. There's people where I've come from at work that says, I don't like Shaw. But you don't even know Shaw. If you ever got to know me and I've had it happen, you're nothing like I thought. Well, guess what? That, duh. I know who I am. If you ever got to know us, we're going to try to give you, help you, bless you, do what we can. We're going to try to corporately stay in our lane. Enjoy the peace of God at 27 Robinson Cole. Welcome y'all all in with a house of love and we're going to do our thing. Amen. So we ain't trying to do uh, institute drama and all that craziness. That's what the devil does. We ain't trying to do that. So what do you do? You open your heart, people of God. The second thing is what God gave me is he gave me this caption. When preachers preach. Well, see, now you think I'm talking about those who are collar wearers like myself, a license bearer. You know, I haven't worn a collar in years. Amen. So that collar bearer, that license, that ordained preacher, that's a pastoral role in the church. I'm talking about the unilateral word preach, to tell, to talk about, to exhort. So when preachers preach, what happens? Here's what it says. For the scripture says, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. That's applicable to every one of us, the four of us this morning at the table. I believe and I've got no reason to be ashamed in my Christianity, no matter what I see in a, in a crazy, mixed up, messed up world. It's been a while since I said it, but we still live what? In a world gone wild. It's gone wild. And here's what it said. Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. 
uh, Paul says it this way, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord, capital L, over all is rich unto all that call upon him. As long as we're old enough to understand, we learn to call his name. The old saints would say, baby, if you can't say nothing else, just say the name Jesus. Just Jesus. Sometime when you're in the midst of your trouble, you got tears rolling down your face and it's just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. See, sometimes I said it a couple of podcasts ago, that pain is the same in every language, every mm -hmm. culture, every ethnicity, every nationality, mm -hmm. a a tear and a cry is the same in regards to what language you speak out of your mouth. Hurting is hurting. And we've learned through the years, all of us, that we have been a part of churches where the worst hurt is church hurt. The worst hurt is church hurt. That's supposed to be the biblical hospital for people. That's the people you're supposed to come in and dialogue and dialect together and know that God is reign and ruler supreme. But what do we do? We got business cards being passed out. We got folks that's in the choir, people leading the music. They all doing all kinds of crazy devilish things and in that regard. But yet, the same analogy I use that two people arguing on their way to church and just so happen they both are leaders in the choir. They fussing all the way to the door, getting that flip the script and they sing greater our God to thee. <laughs> Hello, Holy Ghost. They crazy. They already fussing, cussing. Amen. About to lose their religion in the car. Get up in there, flip on the script. The uh, sink, bam, flip the light on and then they say, and then they just, just, they all in it. That's what happens. Hello, Holy Ghost. Yes, Lord. Here we look at those things. So when you preach, when you talk about it, when you do those things, he says there's no different. Guess what? The white church versus the black church versus the Hispanic church versus the Latino church. If we're referencing God, capital G, there is no difference in how he pours out his blessings. God says it this way. If you give, God will give back unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over that men will give into your bosom. That's why you got to be careful when you entertain strangers. Why? You may be entertaining an angel sent by God to bless you. Now, that don't mean that you just give up everything to everybody. Everybody sitting outside of Walmart ain't trying to collect no money for their organization. Some of them folk out there getting some money to go ahead and pay their bills. Have you ever noticed those on the street that's out there with the signs in their chair now? Look at them, some of them. Their clothes are new. Their, their, their nights are new. Their, their, their backpacks are new. Hello, Holy Ghost. They're not homeless. Follow most of them home, probably live in a bigger house than you do. That's their hustle. That's their grind. You have to be led by the Spirit of God where I'm going with this. Verses 13 and on, and we'll get ready to get the podcast to a close in just a minute. It says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's the message that we should preach. You ain't got to be in a missionary Baptist church just to be saved. You ain't got to be in the church of God in Christ just to be saved. You ain't got to be the church of Christ to be saved. You ain't got, see, that's where we get it twisted. That's why there's so many different denominations and religions. But the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself and the Holy Spirit are coming back for one body of believers. My God, that's the corporate message that every preacher should be preaching. I have made myself an outcast through the earlier years in Milton because I had a chance to tell a group of local preachers there ain't but one vision. The vision is that none should perish, but that all should come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
You ask them what the vision is, they'll begin to tell you what's going on in their churches. I said, that's what you say as your vision. There ain't but one biblical vision. That what you tell me is a process that's a part of your church ministry. That ain't the vision. That's your vision for how you see yourself climbing to spiritual success. To preach this gospel doesn't mean you're going to be popular among people. To tell people you must be born again oftentimes ain't popular, but is necessary. Hello, Holy Ghost. So we look at that. Anybody who calls on the name according to scripture can be saved. Are they all saved? No. We have to, you got to know what you believe. Once saved, always saved. Uh, you got to understand and ask the question, did you ever, ever get saved? If you already doubt your salvation, you mean you probably didn't accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I've been washed by the blood. See, I understand, Trin, that the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. When Jesus Christ died for me, he died for every sin, past, present, and future, if I stay on track with God. And what's so awesome about the Holy Spirit is even when I, in my humanity, when my humanness, when I fall short, and I waver, the Holy Spirit and God loves me so much to send a messenger to tell me you need to get back right with God. You need to get back on track. That's what's so awesome about God. As I often say with our nasty selves, God's got a way of allowing the Spirit to draw you. He'll never make you, but he will allow you to do things. That's the reason why he gives you just enough rope for you to almost choke yourself. And then he's trying to rein you back in, but he ain't going to make you come. You have to willingly come. You have to want to follow God. You have to want to pick up your cross and tell somebody who saved you. That song, I'm just a nobody trying to tell anybody about somebody who can save everybody. That should be our message and our, and, and, and our anthem. That's who we are. I look at my life. I look at myself in the mirror. I know I'm not perfect. I know I understand certain things. I know that oftentimes I don't cross every T or dot every I. I understand that I don't always get it spiritually correct or politically correct. But guess what? If you learn the heart, we're so striving. We're sure trying to let the Lord know we're thankful that he loved us enough to die for us. Amen? And we look at that regard. Here's what he said now, verse 14. This is where we get to the preacher preach. How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? Do y'all understand there's still people today that don't believe that there is a God? There are people around the globe that don't believe that God is real. There's people right now that don't believe that all this stuff is fictitious. It's all make-believe. It's all cartoon mindset. That's why it's important and it's imperative that we learn who we are, whose we are, and what message we want to preach. See, that preaching don't mean you got to be like some of them. Some folk get to meet me and they'll go, man, you're a preacher? Yeah, I don't have to broadcast it, but just follow along. But guess what? When I'm at work, I have really said it many times in our building, and some that listen to the podcast will know I've said this. When you walk out of the door of your organization, turn and look back. Hello? The places we work is not the church. It's a place of work. Ain't no steeple on the building. So I'm there to work. So I'm saying, well, you sound so different when you preach. A duh. Hello, because at work, I'm there to work. They hired me in the government to do a job. Now, 
I'm a Christian doing a job and don't deny my Christianity while I'm at work, but I don't hang out in the hallways that I'm here to do God's will and preach all up and down the hallway. No, I'm here to work. Hello, Holy Ghost. If you if you one of those people who always in the hallway because you're doing the Lord's will, you robbing your office and your company of time. Hello, Holy Ghost. <laughs> you that one, always at the water cooler, ain't got nothing done. You know you got a quota. You know you need to get some stuff done. Here you at the water cooler, you just doing the Lord's will, and the Lord letting you see, because guess what? The Lord ain't led you to do that. That's your human mind with your lazy self. Mm -hmm. Hello, Holy Ghost. Man. Here's what we look at this thing. Let's move on this podcast this morning. So how do we believe? How do we know? How shall they call on him who they've not believed or heard? And verse 15 says it this way. How shall they preach except they be sent? Now, that's why I said last Sunday. That's why I didn't believe that God wanted me voted into any church. If God's going to send me, he'll send me. Because when they vote you in, they can vote you out. When they vote you in, you don't preach what they want to hear. They're going to compile a coup to get you out of that. Because I got a friend, pastoral friend in California, has said they told him we don't want all that Bible teaching. They want social events. They want to have things that they can network and socialize and dip their foot in the pool. Hello, Holy Ghost. No, God called us to get together, to get together in the house of God, to be refreshed, renewed, revived, to go back out in this messed up, crazy world, to shine the light of God to folk who are in darkness. How you do that is on you. Now, if you want to walk off starch with a Bible up under your arm, and they're going to call you a holy roller anyway. They're going to call you a Bible thumper anyway. You're going to call you one of them super sanctified folk. But ain't nothing worse to have a sanctified title with a nasty heart. Mm. Ain't nothing worse than saying that folks, oh, they attend church all the time, but you're the biggest hell raised at work. It's, it's, it's a tragedy when you there. You got the greatest title in the pulpit, but don't nobody, can't nobody get along with you. Mm. Because you got hatred in your heart, but yet when you get asked, you flip the script how much you love the Lord. I call those folk tester liars. Mm. They ain't telling the truth because I know the truth. How do I know a tree? And I'll move on. I know the tree by the fruit that it bears. It ain't what you tell me. It's what you show me. Three fingers salute. You got me. I believe you. Hello, Holy Ghost. In that regard. So here's the thing. The third thing is this. You are a preacher too. That's for everybody that's listening to the podcast. Don't think that you have to be licensed or ordained to preach the gospel. It's free. But you don't have to tell it and sound like me. I remember when T.D. Jakes and them all came out on the TV. Everybody trying to dress like T.D. Everybody trying to speak like T.D. We are sounding thunderous. I'm going to let the Lord know what God is. And that's what we do. No, be who you are. Tell it how you tell it. Tell your story. Tell it your way. Amen. And don't get offended if I don't sound like you. I got to learn how to be Tony. Tanya got to be Tanya. Trin got to be Trin. Patricia got to be Pat. And tell somebody what the Lord's done for you. So the first thing is open your heart. The second thing is when preachers preach. The third thing is you are a preacher too. And we'll get ready to close the podcast. The last thing is this. Believe it. Then tell it. Believe it, then tell it. What do you mean, preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. 
For Isaiah saith, who have believed our report? I've been telling it, Lord, but folk ain't been following. I've been telling it, Lord, and folk give me a dirty look. I've been telling it, God, the best I know how, but I don't feel that everybody's receiving what I'm telling you. I'll tell y'all this. Christianity ain't based on your feeling. It's based on your faith. How you feel oftentimes, I believe it this way. Your feeling is a part of your emotional state of your psyche in your mind. In that regard, there's a significant difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is a factor of the emotions. Joy is a biblical fruit of God's spirit. Your emotional state of how you tell people is one thing. But when you know you know this truth and you walk in freedom, you don't worry about it. You speak it and you move on. What did God say? If you're telling people in a different city and they don't receive what you do, he says, shake the dust from off your feet and move on. Amen. You may not like what I told you, but I told you the truth. And here's one thing I'll leave with this and then we'll close. When you tell somebody the truth, the truth will never change. Ask me the same question a hundred times on a hundred days. And if I'm telling you the truth, it'll be the same answer for a hundred times in a hundred days. That's one thing about it. But when you tell a lie, you're going to have to say, well, they didn't believe it. You'll reframe it a different way. But when you tell the truth, it's the truth. No matter how often you ask it, it's the same answer. If I told you I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Oh, I did it. I did it. Mm -hmm. And I did it this way. This is the reason why. Mm -hmm. So you ask me a week from now, I'm going to repeat the same answer. That's how this gospel is. When you stand on this truth, it's the foundation. I'll close by saying this way. He said in verse 17, in conclusion, believe it, then tell it. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you hear that word, whether it be through music, through a poem, through scripture, through a sermon series, through a text chain, through a daily bread, it's God's word. When you extract it, when you uh, decouple it, you dissect it and you recompile it to tell somebody. I told it the way I believe it. We go to scripture and the Holy Spirit will give us commonality and say, I got it. And ain't nothing greater than when the light bulb mentality happened. That light bulb said, ding, I got it. And once I got it, now I can go tell it. And when I tell it, I'm not ashamed of what I told you because I told you the truth. Hello, Holy Ghost. I'm speaking it. You know how folk tell you, well, run, tell that. You go tell God, God, I heard you and I believe you. You give God that three finger salute. I heard it. You said it. And I believe it, God. And I'm going to go tell it. When I tell it, I know that God is real. So I conclude this morning. I thank you guys for listening. But hear me this. You got to speak on it. You speak on it when you don't feel like it. You pray about it when you don't feel like praying. It. You tell somebody when you think they don't want to hear it. And you tell it and don't worry about it if they give you a response. They'll walk away. And I always say, let, let this sink in. Let me tell you this for maximum penetration. Let me tell you this for you can digest in your spirit. Hello, Holy Ghost. I tell them this and I pray that tonight when you lay down on a pillow of peace, on a cushion of comfort, under sheets of satisfaction, that you tell somebody, well, I know they told the truth. When you hear old saints say, speak on it, preacher, that's when you know you're telling the truth. When they say, my uncle, you say, put your weight on it, baby. That means I'm telling you the truth. And when I tell you the truth, all you got to do is just walk in it because that truth ain't going to never change. When you walk in that truth, I'll leave with this. There's a peace in your spirit. Mm -hmm. When you tell somebody, you ain't got to go back and worry about what you told them. When you told them the unadulterated heart truth, you just go ahead and believe I told you what I know. 
And that's all I know. That's what God gave me. And I'm just speaking on what I believe. I'm speaking on what's in my heart. I'm going to love you in spite of with your nasty self. I'm going to love you even though you don't like me. I'm still going to love on you. I'm going to bless you in spite of. I'm speaking it into existence. I conclude by saying life and death resides in the power of the tongue. You speak your destiny. You as a teenager, you see where you believe you want to be, and it may deviate a little along the way as you get a little old and get into life. But when you speak that vision and you keep, you don't let nobody get you off your grind. You let nobody tell you can't do it. You say, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. You set your mind. How do I know? I showed Monique and Taylor that in my 50s, I wound up getting a couple degrees because I had the potential as a youth, but I let the world distract my mind, and I had to go back in my latter years to say, see, my ladder shall be better than my beginning. Your ladder shall be better than your beginning. It ain't where you started necessarily. It's how you finish. It's how you finish with the attitude of gratitude. I'll tell you this. Come on, baby. Soar with the eagles and quit settling with the crows with the nasty jokers on the ground. I'm soaring with the eagles. I eat delicately, trend with the eagles, and I don't eat roadkill with the crows. Mm. That's what you got to tell them. And we do what? We speak on it. So we close out the podcast this Sunday morning. I thank God for my visitors from Little Rock this morning. I pray that they got a blessing from the podcast. This is how we record. Inexpensive. Get this gospel out. Tell somebody. And we're going to speak on it. So I come across as a song that takes us out this morning. We're going to close in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we close out this podcast, help us to all speak on this word. In Jesus' name, bless every listener. They'll download, share it, and give it to somebody in the name of the Lord. So we close out now. Bring us home as you speak on it. In Jesus' name. Amen.